This is Jacob Emerson with the Becker's Payer Issues Podcast. Here's your bi-weekly industry news briefing for November 1st. Well, open enrollment for individual plans on the ACA exchange began today and will go through January 15th. Enhanced premium subsidies, which offset the cost of marketplace coverage for individuals with incomes under 400% of the federal poverty level, are set to continue through the end of 2025. The enhanced subsidies have spurred growth in marketplace enrollment, which reached record levels this year. CMS will implement limits on the number of non-standard plans insurers can offer next year and add features to the federal marketplace designed to make the shopping process easier for consumers. On the federal marketplace, individuals must enroll by December 15th for coverage to take effect in the new year. Open enrollment dates can vary in states that operate their own marketplaces. Insurers will be limited to offering four non-standard plans next year and two non-standard options in 2025. Those changes are designed to limit the number of plans enrollees have to sort through. The agency estimates the average enrollee will have 90 plans to choose from for 2024. That's down from 114 this year. The federal marketplace will automatically re-enroll bronze plan members into silver level plans if they are eligible for higher level coverage at the same or lower premium cost and do not make an active plan selection. The federal marketplace will add new optional questions on enrollees, sex assigned at birth, sexual orientation, and gender identity to analyze health disparities. The marketplace will also include specific cost-sharing information for urgent care and mental health outpatient visits and include a new tool for consumers to estimate total yearly healthcare costs based on their level of utilization. Virginia will transition to a state-based marketplace next year. Georgia did not submit its application for a state-based marketplace to be improved in time for the beginning of open enrollment. And finally, marketplace premiums rose slightly in 2024, increasing by an average of 6% and as high as 29% in Virginia. Most enrollees, though, receiving subsidies will not see significantly higher premiums. Well, CVS Health and Humana posted their Q3 earnings report November 1st. CVS posted $2.3 billion in net income in the third quarter and revenue growth across its core lines of business in health insurance, care delivery, pharmacy, and retail. In August, the company launched its Cordavis subsidiary to work with drug drug manufacturers on commercializing and co-producing biosimilars for the U.S. market. For 2024, Aetna is offering the most Medicare plans in its history. Last month, CMS rated 87% of Aetna's Medicare Advantage plans at four stars or higher. That's up from 21% in 2023. For CVS, total revenues in the third quarter were nearly $90 billion. That's a 10.6% increase year over year. Net income was $2.3 billion in the third quarter. That's up from $3.4 billion year over year. A $3.4 billion loss, excuse me. At Aetna, total revenues in the third quarter were $26 billion. That's up nearly 17%. The medical benefit ratio was 85.5% in the third quarter. Aetna's total membership as of September 30th is 25.7 million people. That's an increase of 1.4 million since the same time last year, with the company noting a decline in Medicaid members due to redeterminations. The company has 18.3 million commercial members, 3.4 million Medicare Advantage, 1.4 million supplement, 2.6 million Medicaid, and 6.1 million Medicare Part D plans. For the health services segment, total revenues were $46.9 billion. That's up 8.4%. And in the 
pharmacy and consumer wellness segment, which was formerly retail, total revenues in the third quarter were nearly $29 billion. That's up 6% year over year. At Humana, they reported a 30% decline in net income year over year in the third quarter. The company reported $832 million in net income. That's down from $1.2 billion during the same period last year. Total revenue in the third quarter was $26.4 billion. That's up 16% year over year. Humana's medical loss ratio in its insurance segment was 87.6%. Total membership at Humana is 17 million people. That's down less than 1% year over year. The Medicare Advantage membership grew 14.7%, reaching 5.9 million people. Commercial membership, of course, declined 31.5% because the company is in the process of discontinuing its commercial offerings. Well, the second and final wave of United Healthcare's prior authorization cuts began November 1st. In August, the payer released details of its plan to eliminate 20% of its current prior authorization requirements. The first round of those cuts took effect September 1st. This current round includes cuts to community plans, which include Medicaid and dual special needs members. No eliminations for those plans took place in September. Other payers have recently announced cuts to prior authorization requirements, including Cigna, who said in August it removed PA requirements from more than 600 medical procedures, cutting the number it requires by 25%. If you'd like the latest health insurance industry news delivered straight to your inbox every morning, subscribe to the Becker's Payer Issues e-newsletter on our website at beckerspayer.com.